get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Ask Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. Now, I am so excited for today's interview. I have a very, very, very special guest who is also my soror, Miss Samaya Williams, who is the owner of Her Flex Fitness, one of the only women's only gyms in the DMV. Samaya, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, sis. I'm super excited to be here. I am ready. Let's do it. Let's do it, child. We done done this. We done re-recorded, stopped to re-record it, and, and <laughs> we're gonna get it right. Like it. This is about to look flawless. Okay. Flawless. <laughs> we're gonna get it right this time. That's technology for you. But Samaya, thank you so much for you know just taking this time to chat with me. And I, like I said, I'm so excited, you know, just about uh diving into this conversation. And we've had so many, you know, my friends and I, we've had so many conversations about um um, the need and the want for women's only gyms, like more mm-hmm. women's only gyms. And we'll get to that in just a second. Um, but yeah, I just want to dive in um, and, and talk about your journey a little bit, and then we'll kind of get into some hot topics. So talk about that. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your journey to becoming My a fitness, fitness journey. Yes. How you got into fitness. Well, was that something you knew you always wanted to do? Talk about that a little bit. No, not at all. Um, so I will say that my fitness journey it kind of started like everyone else's starts in, in undergrad. You know, you have access to the, the school gym. So you think you go into the gym, you're doing a little something. You're not really doing anything at all. Um, but I will say that my fitness journey really started once I graduated from college. Um, I was so tired of my weight fluctuating. It was all ways up and down. I mean, you know, college, you get that freshman 15 and then you cross, you know, you're a little skinny when you cross and then, you know, the weight just goes up and down and up and down. And then I think I was like finally at my heaviest, my junior year of college. Uh, And then once it was time for me to transition out of school, I said, okay, let me try to take this fitness thing seriously. Uh, so once I graduated college, I got my first big girl job. I was working in mental health and it really started because I was going to the gym because I needed it mentally. Um, I applaud and I love everyone and I admire everyone that works in mental health. But if you work in mental health, you know that most times you need to talk to someone just as much as they talking to you, okay? Uh, because it's a, it is a very high stress job and you have to ha- find ways to relieve that stress. Um, so that's really how it started for me. I was ready to lose that weight. Um, I was stressed out at my job and I said, something has got to give. So I started going to the gym. Um, and I also started just researching uh, what was the most effective way to lose weight. Um, and that's kind of how I started from there. I will say that I my fitness journey has had its ups and downs. I have had so many transformations uh, because when I first started, I, I didn't know what I was doing 100%. I wasn't certified yet. I didn't really know exactly what my body needed to put on muscle. I just knew that I wanted to lose weight. Um, so I lost a whole lot of weight. I got super small. Um, and then after I realized, okay, I do not want to be this small, 
then started my fitness journey in putting on quality muscle. Um, and then from there, once people started noticing, okay, Maya is kind of doing her thing, um, that's when people started reaching out to me and asking like, oh, you should consider taking on some clients. Um, and then from there, I started out in Richmond. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. No, uh, you're not because Virginia. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. What? We cousins. <laughs> This is, but what? Hold on, pause real quick. Sorry, listeners. Where you, where'd you go to school? Manchester, where did you I go? Tonka, get out of here. Oh my God, we could. Girl, you lying. We got to keep it. Yes, girl. Get out of here. Oh my God. We're related. We could. Yo. 804, literally. My area code is still 804, honey. Okay, my parents still live there. Oh my my parents still live there. Literally. We cousins. Same house. Same <laughs> house I grew up in, girl. Right up in Chesterfield, okay? Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we definitely got to connect. We definitely got to connect. Okay, yes, continue. So talk. you were talking about being from Richmond. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, yes. So originally from Richmond, Virginia. Um, But and I knew if I wanted to take this fitness thing to the next level, I needed to be in a larger city. Um, and I also knew that I wanted to get my master's degree. I wasn't 100% certain that I wanted to fully commit to fitness yet. Um, so I still wanted to go get my master's degree, uh, which I got at UMD, which kind of started the fitness journey in Maryland. When I first moved to Maryland, I had three clients. Uh, they were all sorors who were like, okay, sis, we go just, you know, we ain't trying to pay for no trainers. So we gonna go ahead and help you out. We gonna help you start building your clientele up. Um, so then once I started networking in uh, Maryland in the DMV area, that's just when my clientele started to grow. And it's just been in upward journey from there. Bless. Yes. yes. Okay. Real quick. How did you come up with her flex fitness? You know, okay. So I knew, all right. So backstory, I actually had another gym before her flex fitness. And that is part of my story. Um, it was called Muscle and Flow. I had two business partners. Um, and for, unfortunately, we kind of had different visions in how we wanted the gym to uh, progress and grow. Uh, so we ended up dissolving our partnership. Um, and I always knew that I wanted something catered towards women. I wanted it to be a space where women could feel like this is for us. Um, I'm also really big on weightlifting. Um, her Flex Fitness is a strength and conditioning style studio. Um, so we prioritize weightlifting. Uh, so that's kind of where the flex came from because I want people, women to understand that there is beauty and strength. Um, and then the fitness just kind of flowed with it. So that's how her flex fitness came about. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's super cute. I'm like, ooh, her flex fitness. I love that. You know what I'm okay. saying? It makes the girlies feel good. It makes the girlies feel good. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yes, I love that. Okay. So you talked about, you know, you know, the different, the differing, excuse me, visions, right? And because you wanted, you know, your gym, your style to be catered to women. So right. what were some of the challenges and, and still now that you kind of face as a woman trainer? Um, yeah. So I would say the biggest challenge is that in the personal training or the coaching industry, it is male dominant. Um, and I just don't know if it's, you know, more so like a... Um, 
I'm not an authority type thing, but just, you know, most personal trainers, they were men who started out as athletes. And, you know, after that, it just kind of just fell into place for them where, you know, fitness has always been a thing for them. um, And they're used to working out, having some kind of regimen and schedule. Um, So it just comes, you know, naturally for men who used to be athletes to kind of just jump into the fitness industry. Um, Whereas with women, it's a lot different for us. It's a lot harder for us to make our mark in the fitness industry if we're not constantly posting booty pics and, you know, just other things that a lot of women in the industry feel like they need to do now in order to really make their mark. Um, So the hardest part is establishing a brand. Well, for me, the hardest part was establishing a brand while still wanting to stay authentic to myself because I'm not going to be in. And there's no shade to any of my fitness girlies where that is their marketing strategy. Um, I just knew that was something that I didn't want to do because I knew that I had the vision I had for her flex fitness and I knew how seriously I wanted women to take um weightlifting basically so really it was more so about my branding strategy was more so let me help women to understand the beauty and strength let me help women to understand that men are not the only ones that can move this heavy weight and look like badasses in the gym excuse my language but women can look strong and fierce and fire and move heavy weight in the gym as well um so it started out with people seeing my page and saying, oh, kind of strong for your size. Hate that. Hate that. Okay. Do not say I'm strong for my size. I'm strong, period. Okay. Um, so it started out with men. Oh, you, you do, you trying to do your little something. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's more so people downplaying, um, how serious I was taking my branding and how serious, um, or understanding really the vision I had for her flex fitness. Um, and I will say now I still, even though women are starting to change their mindset and their outlook on lifting weights and fitness and being strong, getting stronger, prioritizing strength. I will say that I do still time from time to time run into clients that say, oh, well, I had a male trainer who did this. And I had a male trainer who did that. And then I have to just help them to understand, you know, well, if that was working with your male trainer, you would still be there, you know, like ultimately, I mean, it was, it would still, you know, but, you know, I feel like, you know, women have a better grasp on you know, what works for women because we have all these other factors that men know nothing about. Hormones, you know what I'm saying? Mood swings, emotionally eating, just different things like that that I can help women understand that work against us while also helping them to realize like I can be a badass in the gym too. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a battle, it's a battle. Um, but I will say that I am very proud that a lot of my members have changed their outlook on fitness, lifting weights, and just feeling the need to have a male coach in general, because we are an all women staff. My staff are all women and they are killing it. They are strong as hell. They look good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that it's very motivating for, uh, our members of the gym. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Uh, let, let me come on over there to Herflex Fitness. Come on, sis. Get in on the game. 
over there. Maya, you talked about, you know, I, I guess the intimidation piece, right? And some of these things that you kind of overcome the whole, you, you strong for your size and stuff like that. And, you know, I have a lot of conversations, you know, with my friends and I see the reels on Instagram and the TikToks and stuff like that, you know, about women feeling intimidated, you know, feeling harassed, you know, men making the appropriate, inappropriate comments and jokes and, you know, you know, sometimes you see the the Instagram reels and the TikToks of like men like recording women doing exercises. I mean, the whole nine, you know, I was having a conversation with my best friend. Hey, best friend, are you listening, girl? Um, about, you know, her being in the gym. And she has a partner, you know, she has a, a one of her friends that she goes to the gym with, and they're still just scared to, like, go to the, you know, weightlifting area because they're just intimidated. You know, even if no mm. one is paying them any attention, I'm like, girl, go get that weight. Nobody's paying any attention. But I think it's just the intimidation part uh, piece of it, feeling like men are staring at you, you know, all those things. So, like, yeah. you know, you open this gym, you know, in Maryland, right, with, with the idea of catering to women. Right. And it's a women's only gym. What motivated that? So to be honest, it had nothing to do with men, even though I, too, got tired. I still get catcalled in the gym and oh half of Maryland God. knows my boyfriend. Like half of Maryland knows my boyfriend. I still get catcalled in the gym. But it really had nothing to do with men. To be honest, most women get intimidated by weightlifting because for so many years, we were taught that the way that women need to lose weight is by spending hours and hours on cardio machines. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the safe place for women in conventional style gyms. When they go into the gym, they see all this cardio equipment and they stay there. They're like, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes on the elliptical. I'm going to do 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. And then I'm going to end off on the treadmill at an incline. And then they never look at the weights. And the reason why they get intimidated by going over to the weights is because they feel like that's not the place for them. I don't belong over there. Mm. The weights is where all the strong muscle heads belong. And that's not the case because what happens a lot of times on these cardio machines is we end up losing our curves and we end up looking like stick figures because we're not maintaining our muscle. We're getting rid of the body fat, but we're not maintaining our muscle. And that's why, you know, we get that skinny fat look. Um, so now you got to try to find ways to put your curves back on. It's just like a never ending cycle. Yeah. So the reason why I opened the gym, it honestly had nothing to do with men. No shade, but everything is not about men. Okay. Um, but the reason why I opened the gym is because I got tired of this vicious cycle of women trying to lose weight, them getting discouraged because after they've lost all this weight, their body still doesn't look the way they want it to look. And then they fall off and then they start again. You know what I'm saying? Versus we take all of that out of the equation at HerFlex Fitness. At HerFlex Fitness, you know, I'm coming here to lift some weights. I'm gonna lift some heavy weights. I'm gonna have some hit cardio or some conditioning thrown in there. But I know that I prioritize lifting weights at HerFlex Fitness because that's what's gonna get the fat off. That's what's gonna help me keep my curves, grow my curves. And that's what's ultimately gonna help me to love and appreciate my body. Um, so that's really why I opened the gym. Really just to take all of the thought and confusion out of it for women and help them to realize this is the recipe. This is how you get the bodies that you want. This is how you reach your your body goals. This is how you get closer and make progress in your fitness journey. Yeah. Now, it is a plus that my girls don't have to worry about being catcalled in the gym. They don't have to worry about that. And then also, naturally, we can 
let down our hair and be more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We playing trap music. We twerking in between sets. You know what I'm saying? We're laughing. We're joking about things we wouldn't normally joke about in front of men. So just all together, it's just more comfortable, yeah. a more comfortable environment for women to be in. But it really had nothing to do with men. Yeah, yeah, like you said, y'all, everything ain't about y'all, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so you mentioned you know, the, the, the weightlifting part, right? Like being intimidated by weightlifting. And y'all, I'm not no fitness professional, but so so keep me honest here. But um, I also feel like there's a stigma around, you know, weightlifting and I guess being strong, like having like- Getting too bulky. Yeah, yeah, getting too bulky. Like, how do you respond to that? Like, how do you educate women on that? Because I think people people associate like masculinity with like bulkiness, right? So if I lift weights, I'm gonna look masculine. So like, what do you? How do you respond to that? So the way, and I found that the best way for me um, to combat that is my transparency on Instagram. Um, if anybody that listens to this podcast follows me on Instagram, they know that I am very transparent about my bulking journey and my cutting journey because I go through it every year. I have a bulking cycle and I have a cutting cycle. Um, and the reason I do that is to help women understand, look, I'm eating at a caloric surplus. I'm eating all this food and I'm lifting this heavy weight and I don't look like a man. I'm putting on muscle, natural quality muscle, and it's only helping me to get that curvier look, that but still that muscular tone defined look that we're all trying to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. um, so just being as transparent with po with, as possible with people about that. Also helping people to understand that most times when women look that bulky, they have that bulky look, it's because they're taking some kind of enhancement. Our bodies, uh, but uh, basically what I'm saying is our bodies uh, just don't produce testosterone like that in order to have that bulky look. You know, you have to take something in order to achieve that look. And even then, women already know that that's the look that they're trying to achieve. You know what I'm saying? So I try to assure my members that you're not going to get that bulky look simply because our bodies don't produce testosterone at that rate in order to achieve that bulky look. If anything, your your shoulders are going to pop in that dress. Your back is going to look great in that, that strapless top. You know what I'm saying? Don't, that's what you're going to achieve by lifting weights. Not looking like a man. It's just, it's just, it doesn't work like that for us. Even when we are eating in caloric surplus, it just doesn't work like that for us. Yeah. Um, and again, I think women are starting to understand that now mm -hmm. after years and years of seeing TikTok and Instagram, like, look, sis, you are not going to look this way. It is impossible. I think now women are starting to come to that realization. It's just a very slow process. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's so important that we have spaces like, you know, that you built out and people like you who are educating women, you know, who have that stigma. Right. Or who are still right. carrying that stigma. So I think that's so important. Um, now, now, when you think about your gym, right, and you think about like I know you talked about, you know, having fun in the gym, feeling comfortable in the gym, but also, you know, weightlifting, getting to the money. Um, what do you want your clients to take away? Like, what do you want them to uh, feel when they come to the gym? And then what do you want them to leave with, I guess? So, well, and they, they hear me say it all the time that there is beauty and strength. Um, and really 
HerFlex Fitness isn't really just about weightlifting. Like I like to say that we focus on holistic health because you are getting better or working on yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Because you now have this space where you can let your guard down. You can relax. Women are the nurturers and we are, you know, the support system for so many people in our lives. We wear so many hats throughout the day, not just throughout the week. We wear so many hats throughout the day and we don't really ever get that time to be selfish and focus on ourselves. Um, So most of my girls, when they come into the studio, they know this hour is solely dedicated to me, whether they're coming in there just to relieve some stress mentally whether they're coming in there to work towards their fitness goals, whether they're coming in there to build relationships, because I have so many moms in there that said they forget what it felt like to even have friends. And now they've cultivated these relationships with their workout partners now that they've met at the studio where they can just remember what it feels like to laugh and joke with other women, where you aren't going in there to compete with women. You're literally going in there to be yourself and to better yourself and to learn how to love on yourself. You know, in between uh, circuits and stuff, you know, we're laughing, talking, joking, but we also have those serious moments where it allows women to be vulnerable. You know, we allow each other to be vulnerable. And it's just, like I said, it's a one-stop shop. It's a one-stop shop. I confidently can say that HerFlex Fitness is an experience, a fitness gym experience that is nowhere else, not just in the DMV, it's nowhere else. I I can confidently say that um, because we focus on so much more than just working out. You get so much more out of your hour than just a tough workout. It is a full experience that I feel all women deserve. Oh, I love that. Come on, full experience at Hurt Flex Fitness. <laughs> You gotta try it, sis. It is good. I'm coming. I gotta try. I'm coming. Yes. I'm coming. Yes. Um, you know, you won't know it until you feel it. You gotta you feel, feel it, girl. It's, I need that. I need to feel it. Um, <laughs> going back to a point you made about um, women, you know, thinking that cardio is how they, you know, achieve their goals, right? And, you know, going back to the stigma, right, that that women feel that, you know, weightlifting makes you bulky, you know, all those things. So what do you feel, as a woman trainer, like, what do you feel um, is one of the biggest mistakes or biggest issues, I guess, that you notice um, that, that hinders women from achieving their body goals? When they come in, they like, I want a small waist, I want the booty, I want the flat tummy, you know, and then you're like, well, what do you do in the gym? Or what do you mm-hmm. eat? Like, what do you think mm-hmm. is the biggest issue or mistake that you kind of find? The biggest issue is lack of patience. Lack of patience and lack of consistency. Because, you know, like I said, women, we have so many things working against us. Our hormones is the biggest factor working against us. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, it's gonna take a little longer. And what I try to remind my clients is how your body is right now, that didn't happen, that didn't get like that overnight, right? That <laughs> happened after some time of bottomless brunch, bottomless mimosas, happy hour with the girls, date night with Bay, too many vacations, you know what I'm saying? So your body didn't get like that overnight. So you have to have just as much patience and 
you have to be dedicated to making those changes because your body has gotten comfortable with the way that it's been operating. You know what I'm saying? It's gotten comfortable with taco Tuesday, happy hour on Thursday, brunch on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? It has gotten adjusted to that schedule. So you have to train your mind and your body to living a new lifestyle. And that's not going to happen overnight. And I think where most women go wrong is, and it's partially social media's fault, thinking that they can get this, these microwave results and thinking that it will last. And I think that's why so many people are getting so disappointed in these fad diets because uh, they want to lose 30 pounds in 40 days for their trip to Jamaica, but it's, and they'll cut out all their carbs and they'll lose some weight. But then once they get back, they're wondering why their body is no longer making changes. Bad diets only are successful for a short period of time because it's just not sustainable. Um, so I think the hardest part for most women is understanding that this journey is a journey. It's 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 a marathon. It's not a sprint. And again, that's why I try to be so transparent on my social media because it takes years. It, like it it takes some time. And I think that's what most people one don't want to accept. Um, and two, they aren't mentally ready uh, for that kind of commitment. Um, so it takes some time. I will admit it takes sometimes it takes my girls coming in there, getting some results and then getting a little too comfortable in the results they got and then taking some time off and then coming back and realizing, OK, I can't keep taking these breaks. I realize that, like, this is a lifestyle change that I have to be ready to commit to. And until I'm ready to commit to it, I'm not going to get that body that I want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is so interesting. And I think we all as women deal with that lack of a pa lack of patience. Um, yes. You know, and I, I, I consistently work out, but it's days where I go to the gym and I come home and I'm like, honey, where are my abs? Where are my abs? <laughs> and, it's a, and, and the thing is, is that it's hard because what I try to explain to my clients is that you want to have a balance. I'm not telling you to completely cut out brunch. I'm just saying that you don't have to go to brunch every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you can't have girls night. I'm just saying that maybe girls night should just be once a month. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So ha still find ways to incorporate other things that make you happy. But ultimately, you have to realize that in order to reach your body goals or in order to make progress on this fitness journey, you have to be willing to cut out some of those things because it's really all about delaying instant gratification for long-term results. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to learn to cut out some of those things that are not helping you get any closer to your goal. Yeah. Um, so it's just really about finding that balance for women. Um, but once they find it, those yeah. results. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, you did, Taco Tuesday is definitely an issue for me. Um, and brunch, brunch. The French toast and the pancakes really is... It Especially like living in the DMV, it's oh my so God. hard. I it know does. it's so hard it's because nice. brunch is DC's thing. Like, it's it is issue. so hard. It's, it's um, but again, it's really about finding that balance. Finding that balance, still being able to have your hot girl summer, yeah. but realizing that hot girls also focus on snatching their body. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, a, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, a, it's a juggle. It's a yeah, juggle, it is. It is. It's just all about finding what works for you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, still doing things that make you happy, but in moderation. Um, (laughs) Now, you did bring up something that I think is so important, right? And that's social media. And so we see the fad diets, we see the waist trainers and the pills that you can take, the detox pills, and we see the BBL girls, no shade to the BBL girls, right? But I think it really pushes this you know, narrative of, of, like you said, like microwave results. Like, you know, the, you know, you said like, you don't get these results overnight unless you got to be male, right. you know what I'm saying? So right. do you, you know, I, I do think that social media has kind of created this false narrative of like what sexy is, right? And right. and like you said, going back to patients and how fast you can't get it. So how mm-hmm. do you mitigate that? You know, when you're on Instagram and you see the girlies, you know, with the pills and the the abs on my end and you know the bbls and we want that but we like okay well we want to work out to get those results and like i said no right. to BBL girls please if you got a bbl but that's fine and dandy but for the girls that you know want to work out to get that result right. how, what, how do you i guess encourage them like how do you how do we mitigate that that false narrative this this is honestly the hardest part the hardest part and it's because you got fitness tiktok and then you got fad diet, 21 day result, BBL TikTok. Yeah. And it's like they are constantly butting heads. And it's so much content constantly being thrown at people that it's like, which one do I choose? Do I want to go to Columbia tomorrow? Or do I want to go to the gym tomorrow? <laughs> it's like a constant battle, sis. And really just reminding girls which is why I try to like post like the motivational quotes and stuff to my story reminding girls honey your body is beautiful either way whether you just started your fitness journey yesterday or whether you're in day 672 of your fitness journey your body looks beautiful and you have to learn to appreciate your body every step of the way that's why progress picks are so important Taking your inches are so important. And really just doing things in a sustainable way is so important. Because again, when people look for those microwave results, um, and let's say they've been working out consistently for 30 days, and um, then it's, okay, well, I didn't get the results that I thought I was gonna get in 30 days, so now I need to try this detox tea. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I need to do a cleanse. Or really, I feel like the way I did, the reason I didn't get these 30 day results is because I went to brunch last Sunday. Let me cut my carbs all week. And it's like, stop thinking that you have to fix something or stop thinking that one correlates with the other. You know what I'm saying? In, In reality, it takes time. You have to have patience and you have to have a a sustainable way to reach your body goals. Um, So, you know, just reminding women again, appreciate the journey for what it is. You know, nothing worth having comes easy. So stop looking for these quick fixes Um, because, you know, we're we're always so proud when we get our master's degree. We're so proud when we get that new job. We're so proud when we get that new house. But you had to work for it. You know what I'm saying? And the same holds true for your body. You have to work for it. And you'll be so proud of yourself when you get there, when you get there. But stop thinking that Rome was not built in a day. Um, So it's just constantly having to remind women of all of these things. And I mean, I have to do it in the studio. I got to do it on social media. I got to do it all day. That's the hardest part right now. (laughs) If you ask me what's the hardest part right now, that's the hardest part right now is trying to help women understand that what you see on social media is not real life. Um, You have to remember that social media, there's so many editing apps right now. 
people can take a picture and the body look totally different on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you have so many of these things, enhancements on social media or online right now that like, you really have to take social media with a grain of salt. And you have to realize that everybody is not out here with this teeny tiny waist, <laughs> this big old booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, love your body for the way that it is and continually work on it and you will achieve the results you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah. But you constantly, I'm constantly, constantly, constantly having to remind women of that. Yeah. That really, like, social media is a lot. Social media is a lot. It is. Nine times out of ten, they lie. Yeah. So, like, once you understand that and you, you learn to start following people that are transparent about these kind of things, then it's always going to be that never-ending mental battle for women. Yeah. I think women have to start filtering their social medias and understanding that even though her body looked good, what is she preaching about it? You know what I'm saying? Is it are they are they healthy habits that she's pre- you know preaching? Are they sustainable habits? You know what I'm saying? And if not, y'all gotta start unfollowing some of these girls because it is not good for their mental health. Like I got some of my girls in the studio that have the biggest natural booties that you have ever seen, but they will send me somebody with a BBL and be like, Maya, how do I get this? Wow. And I'm like, sis, you got it. It's just, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a, it's a battle. Yeah. It's a battle. It's a battle. It's a battle that we just, we all got to take one day at a time. Um, and just, again, women just got to understand, they got to learn how to filter out some of these things. Yeah. Because really it's affecting, it is affecting their mental health. It really Mm -hmm. is. It has women hating their bodies and they have the most beautiful bodies. Um, and I think we just have to get back to appreciating, you know, the natural looks, the natural looks. I mean, this, it goes for everything. You know, you'll see on Twitter now people posting some of the baddies from the 90s. Like, oh, we need to get back to that. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, you got all of these, you know, it's that's a conversation. We got to have a whole, a whole nother, nother conversation. We got to have a whole nother interview on that. Okay. We now this is a personal question from Maja do waist trainers work oh I, I figured that and I, I think women need to know that waist trainers don't work I figured that I figured that yeah. so they don't work I actually I have if, if if I have a new girl that joins the gym I make them take their waist trainer off right before they start a session like, because I'll have some girls who will try to tell me, oh, I thought it was protecting my back. Well, girl, why your back hurt every time you lift weights then with that waist trainer? <laughs> Obviously, it's not protecting your back if your back hurt every time you do a squat. Um, so, yeah, no, no. Waist trainers are not doing anything. Uh, take them off. Uh, but uh, if anything, if you do need something that will protect the lower back in the gym, I always recommend a weightlifting belt. Okay. They are totally different. You got sweet sweats, you got weightlifting belts, mm-hmm. you got waist trainers. Okay. Sweet sweats, it's nothing wrong with that. All that does is just gets rid of the water weight in your body. Um, but waist trainers, dangerous. Um, but always lean more towards a weightlifting belt than anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Good to know for the girlies, for the fitness girlies and the fitness TikTok. Here y'all go. Let me see. My best friend brings me every, that TikTok is so influential. She brings me a different challenge that she going to try. I, they be crazy. Like, like put the a treadmill on a 12 incline for five. Like, I mean, it's Girl. 21 days. Jump. I mean, every week she brings something different. <laughs> and let me tell you something. 
the thing is, is that they know how to market on Instagram. I mean, on TikTok because my girl sent me the 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 summer girl hottie salad challenge or something. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> I don't get on TikTok just because I know that would be terrible for my mental health. So I don't even have an account. We have her flex. We have a her flex fitness TikTok that I just pay somebody to run because I right. do not want nothing to do with TikTok. But this this fit girl so much salad or whatever. Oh my god! It took over the gym. I had so many girls coming in here with this little strawberry salad or whatever it is, and they was like, "Oh, this is gonna get me so snatched." A salad. How is it gonna get you any more snatched than the meal plan I got you? Right. <laughs> Stop taking these challenges for you know what I'm saying? Like, take it with a grain of salt. Some of these challenges or some of the information that people are putting out on TikTok and Instagram, great quality information. Yeah. Not gonna take away from the people who are authentically putting out good quality information. Mm-hmm. But some of these trendy things, y'all gotta learn to take with a grain of salt. Because yeah. honestly, you are not gonna achieve the body you want just using booty bands, okay? Ooh, Eating a salad is not gonna give you the curves you want. A waist trainer is not gonna slim your waist. <laughs> Detox teas are just a laxative. You know what I'm saying? Like I could go on for days about some of these trendy things that do not really work. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you know, you just gotta do your research and realize who's putting out quality information and who is just putting out BS. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Ooh, y'all can't wait to post this clip to the ground because y'all need to know. Okay, Maya. They now, might be a little mad. They might be a little mad. Bad, this, bad, but okay. I've okay. always tried to be very transparent with the girls. Yeah. It's really like transparency is how they're gonna reach their body goals yeah. for real. Not just telling them what they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Now, we all don't have a women's only gym. We got Planet Fitness and Golds near us, okay? Uh, so so for all the girlies who, you know, want to work out, they want to feel comfortable, they don't want to feel harassed or intimidated about, you know, just lifting weights, but they are in the Planet Fitnesses and the Golds. Like, what advice do you have from them for them? And, and, and how would you encourage them? Well, well, first... Prayerfully and willingly, there will be her flex fitness all over. Okay. Okay. We are manifesting that. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, for my girls, I mean, I do have a ton of online clients that are still in Gold's Gym, LA Fitness, Planet Fitness, U Fit, uh, everywhere, you know. Um, I would say go in with a plan. So if you don't have a plan, get a coach, you know, but go in with a plan and go in with tunnel vision. Go in confident. And if you don't start out confident, then, I mean, if you don't, if you aren't ready to go in confidently, just throwing around weights, most gyms like that have like those separate rooms um, where you can just go in, take a couple dumbbells in there and then ask the coach for a dumbbell only workout until you feel comfortable to start using barbells, Smith machines and just other things like that. But find you a little, set you up a little station of a dumbbell only workout. Um, you know, make sure you have a variety of weight because we do focus on progressive overload, okay? Um, but still, where you can just lock in, put your headphones on, you got your game plan, you got your workout, and you can just focus on you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you can just block all that out, you know what I'm saying? I can, you can't, unfortunately, combat, you know, the men talking to you, but what I always say, hit them with a little fake laugh, you know, don't ask no questions. If they say something to you, <laughs> and then keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Hit them with the fake laugh and then keep moving. Because then they'll get the picture. Okay, she's not really trying to talk to me. But at least she wasn't rude about it. You know what I'm saying? Hit them with the fake laugh. Keep it moving. 
focus on your plan, knock your workout out, and then keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Go on about your business. Your workout is done. Um, but I think really in conventional gyms, women just have to go in with tunnel vision. They can't go in looking like they don't know what to do. Because when you go in the gym looking like you don't know what to do, that is gold for men. Gold. Oh my God. Men love to mansplain. Okay. <laughs> so if they see you in there looking like, hmm, do I want to go for this 30 or this 40 pound dumbbell? Hmm. Do I want to do a squat or a lunge? Then a man is going to see that. He's going to come over to you and try to explain to you why squatting is bad for the knees, but has never trained legs a day in his life. Okay. So you have to go in there confident, looking like you know what you're doing, because if you look like a deer in headlights, that is like kryptonite for men, okay? Um, and then you still can't guarantee that they won't talk to you, but if they do, hit them with that <laughs> and keep it moving, okay? okay? And keep That's it what you gotta do, sis. That's what you gotta do. But whatever you do, do not go in that gym and just get on that cardio equipment for an hour and a half because that is counterproductive yeah. to most of our goals. I can promise you that. That is the worst thing to do. I would much rather you get you some dumbbells and work out at home. Mm -hmm. Herflex Fitness offers virtual training, okay? But I would much rather you work out at home than to go into the gym and just waste time on the cardio machine. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hit him with a fake laugh. Fake laugh, keep him moving, okay? <laughs> put them headphones right back on. Okay. Fake laugh, why are you putting the headphones on? Or if you got your headphones, then you act like you didn't hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just pretend, huh? Uh, I didn't hear you, but yeah. I gotta go over there, okay? Yeah, that's all you gotta do. I gotta go over there. <laughs> I gotta go. My, my, my next set is over there. Okay. I was done with this one. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Maya, so you 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 kind of did a little plug about, you know, your online coaching and stuff like that. So last question for you, then I'll let you go. I want you to enjoy your day. Um, first of all, how can we keep up with your fitness journey? Give us all your socials. And then if somebody wants yeah. to <clears throat> come over and on to her flex, or, and you might be too far, so I got playing in fitness, so I want to see what you How do we find out? How we buy packages? Like, tell, I need all, give me the spiel. Give me the spiel. The spiel, honey. Okay, yes. So, her flex fitness is a one-stop shop. Even if you are not in the DMP area, you can still train with us. So, we prioritize group fitness style training, okay? So, our classes cap um, at about 16 people per class. Okay, so that's the group fitness style training that you can do in person, all right? We also offer virtual training. So if you're not in the area, we have a lot of girlies that still train with us virtually, done via Zoom, and the training is still set up like we train in the studio. So it's still a strength and conditioning style form of training, okay? So most people who train with us virtually have a membership to like Planet Fitness, Goals Gym, whatever. They might take their tablet into the gym. Like I said, they go into one of those little separate rooms, and then one of my instructors who Whoever they decided to book their class with, we'll let them know what size dumbbells they need for the day. Boom. You can do your virtual training. Again, that's another way. You ain't got to be worried about nobody else in the gym. Okay? Another option, if you say, okay, well, Maya, I'm kind of over the virtual workouts. Another option is online coaching. I do also offer online coaching um, where it's a little less hands-on, but still we can communicate throughout the week. We still communicate throughout the week. I'm just not there to check your form, right? Um, but within the app that I use, you can still post your workout videos to the app so I can check your form. It just won't be right then and there. Um, but 
but I still try to be as hands-on as possible with my online clients as well. So I have quite a few ways that you can train with us. Um, you can find us on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Muscles by Maya. Okay. The gym's Instagram is Herflex Fitness. Okay. We also have a TikTok. It's Herflex Fitness. Um, and then lastly, anybody that wants to inquire about any form of training with us, please go ahead and send us an email, herflexfitness at gmail.com. And then we also have a website as well, uh, herflexfitness.net. Okay, so we have quite a few ways that you can get in touch with us. Um, really just go to the Instagram and you can click whichever is your form of preference, whether you want to DM, whether you want to email, whether you want to go to the website, whichever one says you can get in contact with us and we will get you started on your fitness journey. Yeah, I hope y'all heard that. Okay, get ready for the yeah. emails. Okay, get yeah. ready for the DMs because they coming. They coming. Yeah. Maya, That's thank fun. you so 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 much. This has been so enriching, so enlightening. I had a little, um, I had a little a little sneak peek of the experience just talking to you. <laughs> yes, see, I'm trying to tell you, you don't get it nowhere else. Okay, girl. you don't get it nowhere else, honey. Bring the, come on. We need her flex fitness locations. Okay, bring okay. them. We waiting. We waiting. Pray, pray on it, okay? I need the prayer warriors. We waiting. Okay? We, so we, oh, it's coming. Over. It's coming. We are speaking it into existence. I speak that all over you. Uh, I wish you so much success. And I'm just Thank so, you, this you This was, I had to, had to, had to, had to chat with you and share your story because this was so important to me. I mean, we have, like I said, I've been talking to my best friend about this and we've been having conversations just about women's only gems. And I had read about you and, you know, somebody say, today asked me about, um, my podcast and she was like, oh, who are some guests? And I was like, oh, I have a um, a young lady who has her own gym um, in Maryland. And she was like, oh, Muscles by Maya? I'm like, oh, okay. Same group of friends. My parents might know your parents. This Listen, we go to the same church, girl. We go to the same church. I ain't even know it. <laughs> Let me cut this recording off. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode, and I will catch y'all on the next episode, honey. Me and Maya got to connect off the record. See y'all yes. on the next episode. Peace. Mic. Honey, I got something to But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.